what if there were a place where wanting it all meant getting it too? New Cape Line sparkling cocktails are swooping in to transport you to a seriously delicious paradise. They come at you with all the flavor you want and nothing you don't in margarita, hard strawberry lemonade, and blackberry mojito varieties. Plus, they're made with just six simple ingredients and nothing artificial. Welcome to having your cake and eating it too. Head to capeline.com and find out where you can get your hands on the go-to drink of this summer. Welcome to Cape Line. Celebrate responsibly 2019 Cape Line Beverages, Memphis, Tennessee. When hunger strikes, just remember this set of numbers. 90, 10, 1. That's 90 calories, 10 grams of protein, 1 gram of sugar. These are the numbers of Protein One, a bar that fills you up without loading you up. Available in four tasty flavors that will help kick your cravings. Try Protein One for your next snack emergency. They're available at all major retailers, Walmart, Target, your local grocery store, and Amazon. And now, let's batch. I mean, you guys are in my way. Just being completely real. Is something funny over there, Tyler? <laughs> yeah. The worst thing about all this is, like, we have a villain, and usually the villain's, like, some big, you know, tall... We got a five-foot-eight villain. Welcome to Bachelor Party, presented by Cape Line, a part of the Ringer Podcast Network. As always, I'm Juliette Littman. Today, I'm joined by the host of the Mina Kimes Show with Lenny, Ms. Mina Kimes. Hi, Mina. Hi. You're also the co-host of Big Little Live, the Ringer's Big Little Lies after show. Yes, we and just taped our mid-season special. Review. Yeah. Check it out on Twitter, mm-hmm. at Ringer. And at the end of the week, it'll also be on YouTube if you want to find it that way. Mina, people may not know this about you, but you're a Bachelor super fan. They probably do know it about you. You tweet about it. Uh, you know, not a lot being on the West Coast. I feel kind of out of that yes, the Twitter bachelor hard. conversation. That's why I don't tweet about it that much in real time either. <laughs> Your former colleague, Bill Barnwell, and I briefly did a Bachelor podcast. It was Bill's first and only and last season of The Bachelor. But I have been watching the show, I think, for 15 years, maybe. 15. I, I, I've watched every Bachelorette season, wow. starting with Trista. And then every Bachelor season since the first Brad Womack season. So oh, I missed nice. some Brad of Brad one. Yes, Brad one, which nobody won. And uh, Brad two, <laughs> also <laughs> great season. Brad two, I loved. Brad one, he pulled the Kaylee Taylor. He chose himself. I w- <laughs> it wasn't portrayed that way. No, though. it was not received well. He was well. the most hated man in America. Which now I feel like actually they could spin it as a positive thing, which maybe re- reflects like how much our society has changed. But I listen. I've been watching the show for a long time, and I haven't had a place to talk about it. So I feel like I'm just your home bursting. <laughs> I'm bursting. It would be like if Stephen A. didn't have first take and he was just walking around (laughs) all the time with these great opinions. I think they're great opinions and nowhere to share them. So I'm like Mallory talking about Tyler. I'm going to erupt on this podcast because I have so many takes, Julia. Your primary metier is football. You cover the NFL. I should have said that, yeah. That's That's what my podcast is about. Yeah, Yeah, so listen to it. The Meeting Time Show with Lenny. Featuring Lenny? Featuring Lenny. Featuring Lenny. I'm sorry. I'll take him out wherever I can get him. Lenny's your dog. Yes. Um... That's your primary focus at ESPN. Often on this podcast, there's we talk about football. There's so much bachelor football crossover. So I don't really know why. Like what is like what is the connection there? Well, they seem to draw a lot of contestants from the, from football. the football world. Like wannabe football players. No yes. shots. No shots at Tyler. Well, it's funny. Tyler was so much less successful than he was he actually was less successful than Colton, and yet I 
reject Colton as a football player so much more than Tyler because I'm so biased in both directions. Well, what's more legit? Colton making the practice squad or Tyler being signed by an actual squad for a few days? Being on the practice squad. Tyler was nowhere (laughs) near an NFL field. And if you're listening, Tyler, I don't care. I still love you. But um, no, Colton kind of— Oh, God. Colton kind of hung around. I didn't even think about that before as a possibility, but now I'm going to be nervous the whole time. Colton did kind of hang around. Don't be nervous because if there's any slim chance that Tyler listens to this podcast, he will be so horrified by my behavior of the last few weeks (laughs) that you'll seem really normal. So it's fine. I was listening to your podcast, the second one with Mallory while driving. Uh And honestly, like, it's if my dad had been in the car, I would have had to pull over because it was, it would have been too awkward. (laughs) It was too sexual. It was like once when I was learning how to drive, I was with my father. He was teaching me in the passenger seat, and LL Cool J's "Doing It" came on. Oh my god! Know, which is incredibly and I almost got an doing accident. Doing it and doing it and doing, doing it. it. Yeah, oh, yeah. God. <laughs> and I almost got an accident, and that's how I felt listening to you and Mallory talk about Tyler. That's like when my dad and I saw he got game together. I've so, <laughs> I, I haven't recovered. Also, incredibly <laughs> gratuitously sexual. So gratuitous, much like your Tyler pods. Anyway, so Colton is a more legitimate <laughs> football player than Tyler. It's a tough pill to swallow, but I guess we must acknowledge that. Less legitimate in literally every other way to me. Yeah, it's a tough one. We don't want to give Colton any points, but I guess he gets that one. Yeah. Whatever. Um, are you, what's your Colton feeling? I'm not a fan. Um, I'm not a fan. I would say I feel sadness for him. <laughs> I think that won his bachelor. I feel like he has not maintained his bachelor momentum very well. Like I Interesting. Have, I haven't thought about him in a while. I also muted him on Instagram because it was like just too much. Yes. But I think he and Cassie, while, while he's probably a part of, if not the best, one of the three best moments in show history, mm. he himself is pretty forgettable. He's kind of like the anti-Jake Pavelka. In, yeah. In, oh, yeah. They're like this, they're like two sides of the same coin to me in, in a weird it's way. A but then call. on the other end, they're like kind of, they're on the same spectrum at opposite ends. Jake Pavelka, no single moment that was particularly memorable, but his season was like a tour de force of crazy and weird and kind of the beginning of the internet age. Yes. Whereas Colton, his season was good because of the women, which I like talked myself into, hmm. and then an amazing finale. But he himself as The Bachelor sucked. Agree. And so, I don't know. He's better than Ari, though. So the, the bar was really low, which I think helped Colton. I feel like whoever wins, whoever becomes The Bachelor next season, given the candidates who are left and the likelies. Yes. And I am unspoiled, as we talked about. Um, yes, Mina's fully unspoiled. I'm mostly unspoiled. <sighs> I don't have things confirmed, but I can't help it. People just send me stuff. I know about, you know, the big news that was— Jet, in, that Jet has— Yes. This, this is That's out, not a spoiler. Not a spoiler, because People Magazine's, like, legit— they, Yes. You go to the grocery store, and it, like, knocks you in the face. People <laughs> Magazine reported that Jed had a girlfriend when he went on the show— he also was cheating on that girlfriend with someone else. Seems like he is not completely truthful. And then, obviously, it was very hard. This is a good segue into this week's episode. It was very hard to watch it's, Hannah give uh, the first one-on-one in Amsterdam to Jed. It's a bummer, man. It's a, it's it colors a real bummer. the whole remainder of the season for it's, me. It's a real bummer. And something crucial happened this week, which is not doesn't happen that often. She, as the lead, unprompted, without him saying anything first, she told him, I'm falling in love with you. Yes. And that was at the dinner of their one-on-one, which was at the end of, like, just kind of like a hang in Amsterdam. Yeah, I was trying to remember what they did on the date. It was just a hang. They, like, met an old couple in the square. They did the dancing. Yeah, Yeah. classic old couple. It was, like, pretty unremarkable, which to me, there's a few things that indicate how much she's into Jed from this episode. 
One is on a date where there's not a lot planned, there's not a lot of structure, got to fill the time together. So you have to like really like the other person and, and vice versa and like has to be like easy because like a kind of like an unincorporated day in yeah. a random country with like a relative stranger, if you're not excited about them, that's like a burden. Totally. A day like this is when you'll get exposed. Kind of like Heather, the never been kissed yeah. last season when yes. they had their day date of wandering like, around the town. You're like, like, this is the worst thing I've ever So awkward. Seen had nothing to life. say to each other. Yes. I have trouble taking Jed seriously, not just because of the spoiler, but because he always wears that shearling The Jordan coat. Catalano jacket? See, to me, he looks like the Ikea monkey. Oh. And I oh, always okay. see that whenever I see him on camera. Also, his head is so trapezoidal. You know, I, I don't know. I don't also really find him. hair? Yeah. It's five weeks in, so he, you know, hasn't had a hair Needs cut a six cut. weeks. Needs a cut. Really high. He's, his hair is as thick as his forehead. Same, like, one inch to one inch. That's, or like there you go. That's it. It's the proportion of the head and the forehead yeah, that bothers me It's weird. It, it's what bothered me. I know you like Blake, but his hair to forehead for, ratio always bothered me as I was, well. I was not a big Blake person, then I met him, and he's just the sweetest. Is he great? Yeah. He's, he's, he's really nice. Sweet, 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 sweet guy. So anyways, yeah, the date, nothing happened. Then when they're at the dinner, she tells him she's falling in love with him, which we know on the Bachelor sort of spectrum of stages of love. That's pretty like, far along. Pretty far along. That's right before in love. Yes. Right? You're falling and then you're in love. There's like, I could see myself falling, then I'm falling, and then, then I'm, I'm in, in love. Yeah. yeah. So that's, and that's then advanced. And then a proposal <laughs> happens so, so quick. <laughs> happens so quick, which is an important note and timeline. A good friend of mine, Shannon, hi Shannon, was was on vacation in Amsterdam. She went from like April 13th, like the 25th, like that range. So mm. I think the back half of that range. So this is like late April. So they, mm. they're in week six of filming essentially. And the show wrapped up mid-May. So they're like six weeks in with three weeks to go essentially. Interesting. So Okay. Hmm. And she hasn't spent like, so she hasn't spent time with Connor at this point in like three <laughs> weeks. We'll talk about Connor in a minute. <laughs> I love a self-exit. Yeah. Yeah, or kind of self-exit. Sort of, yeah. Um, yeah, so she picks Jed, and Jed has won a lot of roses at, on these dates. He's the first repeat one-on-one, which is, like, a, a big deal to me. She clearly likes him a lot. And it's not just that she says, I'm falling in love with you. She, The way she actually articulates it, again, if it was someone like, I don't know, Tyler, perhaps, it would have been very moving to me because she 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 doesn't just say it. She describes it. She uses words. And, and she talks about how, like, they were dancing and doing that weird kind of skipping thing. And in that moment, kind of time stopped. And she looked at him and she knew. And it's actually very romantic, I yes, think. Yes, it is. And I think that a lot of people, like, when you, like, have feelings for someone, something, like, clicks or you can, like, yeah. think about a moment where uh, it also happens on Billions recently. It's so, so romantic. <laughs> where, but seriously, you can, like, think of a moment where you're, like, something, like, just shifted for me here. Also, on this show, it's all about moments because you don't yeah. get contiguous time together. And Jed actually had one of my favorite moments of the season, which was very early on when she's making out with a shirtless Luke P. Yes. And he walks in and he like backs out kind of awkwardly. And afterwards she talks to him. She's very embarrassed and apologetic. And he completely puts her at ease. And he's like, makes a joke about it. He's like, oh, I was like, should I take off my pants? Like, <laughs> it, But it made me like him so much. Yeah. Like that's put for me actually put me on a really good foot with him and I was very intrigued by oh who's this really confident dude who's not at all unnerved by this isn't freaking out makes her comfortable like you can see the seeds of their relationship were sowed pretty early but again it's all 
right now for me colored by this, of course. this dark knowledge we have. Well, that's why some of the other things that he did that like in a vacuum in an earlier time would have been really <laughs> sweet. Like he said to her, you know, she tell she explains that she's holding back because she was hurt and she yeah. doesn't know what to do with all of her feelings, but he picked up on the fact that she's holding back and and all this and she explains why she's doing that. And he does say to her something that's like really sweet where he's like doesn't only have to be your problem, like let me work through it yeah. together. Those weren't his exact words, but it did seem really sweet. I, I did notice, and maybe I'm just like special attuned to Jed because now we know about the GBH, the girl back home. Mm. It just seemed like he wasn't really like emotionally in it. And may, some people have that affect where they're just kind of like flat. With Hannah, you think? Yeah. Huh. And it just seemed like he was talking pretty, I'm like a pretty flat. Like, Hannah, let me go through this with you. Like, let me take on some of the burden. I love you, Hannah. But like, just wasn't, wasn't like the soaring emotion that we get from Luke or even Garrett, who's like clearly faking it, but still trying, and Tyler and, yeah. and Mike. Like, I feel like they're just more effusive when they talk to her. And that could be his affect, but I, I did really notice it. Like, it's sort of like his face didn't move when he was saying these things. I don't think you're wrong. I do think it is a little bit his personality. Because yeah. in the other moments when they've had conflicts with Luke P or whatever, he does kind of have that same affect, that same sort of yeah. flatness and calmness that, that I liked so much early on when yeah. he, in the other moment. Knowing everything we know and all of the stuff and the fact that he's clearly there to promote his music, which doesn't mean that that is not mutually exclusive from him being in love with her. You no. can be both things yeah. at once, which Absolutely. he kind of says, right? I think he is into her. I think that he does like her a lot, but I don't know like if I buy that he's on the same level as her Yeah, right now. I don't think he is. I, I definitely don't think he is. There was also, like, one amazing moment when they were walking off together where you couldn't see who said it, but I, I think it was either Peter or Tyler. I can't remember. Someone says, he didn't bring his guitar, did he? Yes, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But they like him, though, yeah, they, they I will do, say. Yeah, no, they do like him. But obviously, it's, like, kind of a joke that he always has yes, his guitar right. or I, whatever. Which, honestly, like, could have made him a bigger target than— I, I, This is not—listen, um, I am not a Jed defender by any means, knowing what we know. Me but. Neither. I have noticed that the other guys are kind of defending him on social or still riding with him. I think these dudes legit like each other. Yeah, I think they, they do. They except were, for with the except, obviously exception of Luke P. They all seem to. They really were so down. happy when Peter came back. I thought it was, it was so cute. cute. Yeah, that was so, so cute. cute. <laughs> I love that. I feel like with the athletes in the house, it's a lot of like you're used to spending so much yes. time with men on the road. Like this yes. is what your usual like life is like, where you're just like hanging out with guys and hotels and wherever. I mean, maybe I'm projecting what it's like to be a college athlete, <laughs> but I think there is some of that that kind of is like makes you a natural naturally like more social in that way or something like that. I think also her final five, six, whatever guys are guys that I could see being friends in yeah, real life. Totally. Like there's no one who I don't know, like Nick Vile and I think of him always causing dissent at times this sure. season. It was often with these jockey dudes because he is very much not a jockey dude. No. And I'm a team Nick you know, person. Sure. I, I liked him on those seasons. Certainly rooted for him against Josh Murray, right? Yeah, of course. Who is the worst. Another football connection, though. It's just crazy. I know. It's so just many. crazy. There's so many. But, but but that said, I think these are all guys who, you know, maybe they're not, I don't think Peter's like a jock necessarily, but I think they all kind of have the same energy and it does seem like they would hang in real yeah. life. It's cute. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I mean, some of them do hang. Dustin was hanging out with Tyler and Matt James 919. <sighs> In New York last week. Can we talk about Matt James? Yes, we, cer <laughs> we certainly can. Matt James 919. Someone shared a link in the Bachelor Party Facebook group that was like from January, like a Wake Forest alumni magazine about his work with ABC Food Tours. And 
I feel like we should just put it in the books now. Matt James, 919, let's make him The Bachelor. Let's make him the first black bachelor. He is the breakout star of this season for <laughs> and me. he's not even on the show. He's not, I mean, that's, that is the refractory power of Tyler C. Even being in the presence of him, I'm so intrigued. I'm just like, I want to know more about Matt James 919 than literally any other man in the world. I was, like, the show. I was like, maybe Matt James 919 is like even better than Tyler. <gasps> really? Could there even be such a thing? He looks kind of like a hotter Grant. You remember Grant? Yes, from, yeah. totally. Um, and He's 6'5", and he played wide receiver. Yeah, I was going to say, okay, so you've done, you've done the research yes. on Matt. Matt James 919. <laughs> Let's just call him by his full handle. Okay, so— to bring it back to this discussion of who's going to be the next Bachelor, yeah. right? Because I would love a Matt James season. <laughs> I do think if Tyler doesn't win, there's no question. Obviously, it, the people have spoken and they want it to be Tyler. The I, love for Tyler is actually astounding. Like, I know that I'm I'm in it, so maybe my view is a little bit colored. But I think that he has, like, more fans than, like, any other contestant I can think of. Melanie discussed this a little bit, but yeah. there's just, like, Tyler fever. And every person I, I come into contact with who wants to discuss The Bachelorette, like, it inevitably, not even just because of me, but, like, it inevitably becomes about Tyler. He has a true hive. I think with Bachelor— <laughs> Like Beyonce? Yes! Or, the, or but like, most Bachelor have. candidates, their fans— like the Rihanna Navy or whatever. What are the Tyler, like the tie guys? <laughs> tie guy? It doesn't work. A, ta- a tie gal. Yeah, but um, take me to tie town, you know? Oh, I like that. I, yeah, oh, okay. take me yeah, to tie town. That, that also is nice because it's like, take me to tea town, like with Hannah. Oh, I from, like that. From tea town, yeah. yeah. No, that's good. But I think most Bachelor fans of these contestants are like intrigued by them, but it's, the connections are pretty loose. I think Tyler's fans are like truly passionate because— it's like usually most of the time on this show, the more we learn about any of these people, the worse they are. Like, not necessarily milkshake duck level badness, although that certainly happens a lot. The more we learn about Tyler, the better he gets. Literally every piece of information is better than the one before. I would say this was Tyler's worst week, and it was still a good week. Still a good week. Here's the case for why it was bad for Tyler. One— he, it was pretty. It became pretty clear that he's actually like one of the ringleaders in the anti Luke P brigade. Yes, which, which might be justified, but he's so far he's stayed out of the action this yeah. week. He firmly and I and we kind of got it was sort of intimated that he like takes a lot of jabs and we just didn't see them because when Luke P was relaying how Jed like yelled at him or whatever, it was like just you know was that what did, what did Jed say to him? I can't remember, but Jed was like telling him not to talk about probably them. something about Elaine and Snang probably would be why I guess. <laughs> When Luke was retelling Hannah that story, he was like, well, of course I expect that from Tyler, this, from Tyler C. But Jed, I was really surprised by that. Shut up. Seriously. Be Seriously. the worst. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And then second, I just didn't think it was cool to call him a five foot eight villain. Yeah, thank, thank you so much. This, I think I texted you this. This yeah. is the only time I have ever felt sympathetic to Luke P. Yeah. The entire season was the five foot eight comment. Because, yeah. like, dude, come on. He That's lame. Yeah, he, he, there's like clearly plenty of things wrong with him. And like yeah. insulting his height doesn't have to yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. See, we're not fully in the tank for, no. <laughs> even though I'm a tie guy. <laughs> I might be a tie guy in the tie hive, but like, that's just not cool. And, and really like, unnecessary. And that's the kind of thing I was just yeah. discussing Taylor Swift's feud with Scooter Braun. Mm, yeah. There's, when there's so many ways to win an argument or to win a feud, totally. Belittling yourself and bringing your, making yourself smaller by using small insults like that is just really a bad look. And I just feel like Tyler could be above it. Couldn't agree more. I do think with Luke P, obviously we'll talk about him and his date and all that. 
or not he was on the group day, but I think they've all hit a wall where yeah. they're just like, we have been forced to live with this shitty person for weeks. Yeah. Right. And and that's why when Hannah's been like, stay in your line, it, it's always kind of it's not worked for me because I'm like, girls, they have to live with him. Yeah, like, like what, you, what are they supposed to do? Yeah, like, the, he, and he is, like, the worst. Like, I don't blame them for lashing out in some ways. Now, I agree that that was lame and I didn't like what Tyler said, but I think what you're saying is, like, guys at the end of their rope yeah. with this human being. And also, like, they're not a lot, they can't go on their phones, they can't even yes. read, they can't do anything but, like, hang out, drink, and exercise. I always, I always think about what I would do because, obviously, being on my phone and reading is, like, 99% of my life. Me too. I, would, I First, I would think about getting a fidget spinner. No, no joke. I'm such a hand fidgeter. Like, I always have shit in my hand. If I'm ever recording a pod, it's a phoner. Like, Kai, I can attest to this. Mm-hmm. The other person's not in the room, I play a game on my phone while, while really? I do it. Yeah. You just have to like I just I'm such a major fidgeter it's really bad but with my hands specifically like I like touch my hair a lot too just one of those and then the other thing <laughs> I think I would do is like make like friendship bracelets like arts and crafts <laughs> cross stitch maybe knitting something like that I'd like something to, to occupy my hands I would get really good at something like cooking a dish but, but you have I'm, no access. It's a lie to myself. Well, yeah, to information. You'd have they have the tools, but oh, like in the mansion. Yeah, in the mansion. Oh, oh yeah. I guess once they're traveling, right? Yeah, maybe get like a chess set or something. I don't know. They should let them play like taboo when people like, yell at each other I and love stuff. Taboo. Yeah, of course. Or like I would try to see if we could do a crossword puzzle together. Yeah, I love crossword. Wine and crossword puzzles. It's a great night. I would watch firmly in my thirties over here, looking <laughs> looking to have some wine and do a crossword puzzle. Also, can I? I would watch three hours of Tyler drinking wine and doing crossword puzzles. This is the content I want. Seems like Tyler doesn't. A lot of the time with these guys, you can pick up like what their drink is. If it's whiskey, if it's mm. gin, if it's vodka. Tyler doesn't discriminate. We've seen him drink a lot of different things. Yeah, which I'm into. Let's talk a little bit more <laughs> about Tyler's date. Actually, okay. So he got the second date. They went to the Hague, which is really weird because it's um, as many people know, where all of, like the World War II war crimes are prosecuted. So like, kind of weird, but okay, whatever. <laughs> weird flex, but okay. <laughs> and their date is riding horses through the Hague, and neither of them have any experience with that. Getting on a horse is really hard, like really hard. Have yeah. You, have you ever tried? I have ridden horses before. But it, I haven't since I was very little. They looked like big horses too. I was surprised that he that she was even with Tyler's help. Yeah, I was surprised she was able to get on top of the. She's the very horse. athletic. We also that know was, she's good at mounting things. So. <laughs> hey, but I'm um, uh, yeah. I thought it was kind of a weird date just because it was not romantic. I mean, during the day, it was they got the kind of like doo 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 comic relief music a lot, you know, as they were trying to like no buy chemistry food and stuff. Yeah, it was just kind of an awkward day. Like I don't know, I wasn't. I, then there was some stuff in the night that I thought was interesting yes. and, and a little bit more, I guess, exciting. But well, they I don't also, know. I just didn't love the, it. They ate the weird herring, the pickled herring. Yes, but like. As far as I know, pickled herring usually comes, like, in a filet, like, and then, like, in sour cream. At least that's how it is at Zabar's. Like, why did you have to, like, eat the herring directly? I don't know. And they have that taste in your mouth. It looked day. disgusting. Who wants to make out after you eat that? Right. That's a great point. Yeah. And they were sitting on the bench. And I was like, they're not Gross. Like, someone give them gum? I hope the producer was <laughs> equipped with one. And then they really weren't in sync. It was, yeah. it was the worst date for Tyler by far, where, like, it just seemed like he was the least in control, I guess. He was, like, fake scared about riding a horse. That was kind of weird to me, too. It's like he's getting, like, the height, I'm the scared of heights treatment, but about mm. riding horses. I feel like this, man, you were really giving it to Tyler. I, I feel know. like you're trying to, like, dial because you've <laughs> no. gone too far. No, I just how I felt. I I love Tyler, but I just felt like this was a really bad look for him this week. The tie, Not really the bad. The hive is going to come for you. On the Tyler spectrum, which is, like, completely weighted towards perfection, this was less, <laughs> less than perfect. Yeah. Well, he did wear that velvet smoking jacket to the night portion. Didn't hate it. 
touchable. Did not hate what that. I wrote. They called it the purple suit as they yeah, were. I just wanted to when he came it. back in. I want to talk about his re-entry into the house after mm-hmm. he had the day. But first, let's talk about how he revealed his backstory to her, which was very real. So real. So it sounds like he grew up fairly wealthy, which is not surprising because Jupiter, Florida, as I've mentioned on every podcast, is the home of Bob Craft and mm-hmm. where he gets his massages. Also, Tiger Woods, affluent part of Florida. Yes. And Tyler reveals that he grew up fairly affluent until the market crashed in 2008, which point his father lost all of his money and they had to move to a smaller house and then his parents got divorced. And that's like an extremely relatable, very real story that I think many people would like find resonance with and had no, obviously, how would we know? We just didn't know about it at all. And I thought it was like, pretty interesting and also put his father's health issues in perspective. Yeah. Like, obviously, his father's just had a really hard last 10 years. And it's just like, those are the kind of struggles that I think are often on reality TV, like, downplayed, but actually are harder to deal with with some of the ones that, like, you hear about way more often. That's a great point. A couple of things struck me about that. A few things. Todd is, what, 24? They're, they're all so young. 26. He's 26. Okay. A, se- a senior. <laughs> 26. Above 25. Phew. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for us. Um, so I guess what's struck me is this wasn't that long ago for him. Any no. of this. This is all pretty recent stuff. And I was also struck by the fact that he's revealing it now. Like they're near the finish line. This isn't something. It, it, it felt very organic, I suppose. It wasn't like he just jammed it in like early on in the dates. It wasn't like here's my story. And you here's my sob it. story. Right. Yeah. It, it kind of felt like it emerged. And it's something you felt comfortable revealing to her as they've gotten to know each other. Well, and in turn, she revealed something that I thought was, I was actually much more shook by. She talked about her parents. She said they have a good marriage, but they don't talk to each other the way I want to talk to my husband. And I, that was super real, man, because super like, real. that's like not something, I'm sure her parents are going to be thrilled who are still together to see that yeah. necessarily. And and also that, really insightful by her. Super insightful to comment she, on that. Yeah. She doesn't get enough credit for how smart she is. She actually calls, she says I'm smart at one point. I think it's maybe in the teaser at the, yeah. end of the episode. And she is quite smart. Smart and also really genuine. Yeah. Because in, in that moment, that's what struck me about her. Because that is not something I think a lot of bachelors or bachelorettes would reveal. And throughout the season, she's, I think, surpassed expectations in a lot of ways. You know, largely just being able to put a sentence together mm-hmm. surpassed every expectation that's I have for her. But also, I think being comfortable in our own skin or honest enough and transparent enough to talk about that kind of thing. It's not something also, you would normally yeah. hear on the show. And a testament to Tyler that she yes. feels comfortable telling him and like into their relationship. I, and I, we're back. And we're back, baby. <laughs> we're back with Tyler. I really don't think that they have the same chemistry as her and Jed I, or, or I, her I and agree. Peter. I, I think, totally agree. I think he's a great guy and I think that she likes spending time with him. But it's just the fire is not there in the same way. And after the date, before she goes on the one with Mike, she's recounting the week so far. And she's like, with Jed, I told him I was falling in love with him. And he said the same thing back to me. And then with Tyler, our relationship really exploded in a great way. But that's really different than you saying you're falling in love with each other. That's a really good catch. And I think you're right. And it really shows you how much chemistry has nothing to do with how hot and perfect the other person is. I I actually think, I think I texted this to you early on. He, to me, is the most, and I gave you my history of seasons, he's the most attractive person who's ever been on the show. And I use the word attractive, not hottest. Because he's the most appealing. I think since, for me, since J.P. Rosenbaum, who I really love. Love J.P. Perfect match. Love their still together. Great dude. Good couple. He was one where every time I see his screen, I was like, that's the guy. This season is over. J.P. is so eminently dateable. So dateable. That's almost like, 
The thing that's so disarming about Tyler is that he also seems super dateable, <laughs> but he's so hot. Right. Seriously. JP was a little more realistic. JP was yeah. like a, was like the most attractive guy at your neighborhood bar. Yes. Tyler yes. is the most attractive guy on the Eastern Seaboard. Like <laughs> it's not it's not the same, but JP was awesome. And like Yes. Almost like with that kind of season, it's easier to like just be like, well, she's obviously gonna pick JP. Like who who wouldn't? And right. It was pretty clear it was gonna be him. I oh think. yes, he was. That was one of those seasons. They had the, they had the early right? Bentley. Yeah. Yes, who we'll talk about Luke in a second. Like to me is obviously amongst the pantheon of great bachelor yeah. villains. But it was clearly it was like a Jordan Rogers season. We were yeah. like, oh, he's running away with this thing very early on. Tyler, it's weird because it's like he's so perfect. He's so hot. He, I think he's really into her. I do. Yeah, I do too. And yet, I don't. I, I, don't I totally it. agree with you. I don't see it compared to those other two guys. Yeah, I, I really don't. I also like by all accounts, like I because of my insane Tyler thirst, I've gotten equally thirsty messages in my DMs, and it's like all from women who've gotten to meet him. Like he's so nice, took so many pictures. Like he just seems like a good guy. I, I think the thing that's also funny is just like with JoJo and Jordan, you knew he was running away with it because like also they were on the same level. Like yes. they just were like, they just seemed right together. They seemed like they would meet in the real world. Yes, date. absolutely. Yeah. Like it was kind of like meant to be. Similarly with Ashley and JP, it just seems like if they were in the same bar, they would like find each other. And maybe you're saying that in like in hindsight. Yeah. Hannah and Tyler don't seem that way. Like I, they both seem great in their own ways and like both fun hangs and like wonderful. But I don't think they seem like they're on the same wavelength, essentially. Well, that's a gift to us if we get a Tyler Bachelor season. I actually, I have no idea what his type is, too, so that's going to be really... I have no idea either. At this point, are you more interested in a Tyler Bachelor season or a Matt James 919 <laughs> Bachelor season? I'm interested in a Tyler Bachelor season where Matt James 919 comes on a lot to consult and help, then spins it off into his own season. Interesting. Well, I mean, I, I would love... Listen, obviously, we're very... Over- Pathetically overdue for a black bachelor, but I, I cannot be deprived of Tyler. Titanic in my life. Oh my goodness. We need to talk about all the other dudes, but first, let's talk about today's sponsors. Kendra Scott has the jewelry you've been searching for with high style, quality gifts at an affordable price, like a personal charm necklace or a pair of on trend earrings, a classic pendant, or something customized just for you. Kendra Scott has it all, and they even have a great selection of gifts under $100. Do you need help? If so, visit your local Kendra Scott store, and their friendly staff will work with you to pick out the perfect gift to suit your style. Are you shopping online? They have free shipping and free returns and free gift wrapping. I got two pairs of earrings from Kendra Scott, and I've gotten compliments on both of them. I think this could happen for you as well. If you're interested, use the code BACHELOR to get 20% off your purchase of any full-price fashion jewelry at KendraScott.com or mention the code BACHELOR in any Kendra Scott store. That's the code BACHELOR at KendraScott.com for 20% off of your purchase until 9-1. That's September 1st. Your stomach is rumbling. You need something to fill it. Hunger strikes so aggressively that it's easy to grab for the nearest snack. Donuts in the break room, a bag of vending machine goodies, something from Rite Aid, who knows. But when you're in need of a quick, tasty treat, there's only one set of numbers you need to remember. That's 90, 10, 1. 90 calories, 10 grams of protein, 1 gram of sugar. These are the numbers of Protein One, a bar that fills you up without loading you up. Available in tasty flavors that will help kick your cravings. Chocolate chip, peanut butter chocolate chip, chocolate fudge, and strawberries and cream. I keep these bars in my desk, and when I'm running into a podcast and feeling super low energy, I just have one, and I am good to go. You can try Protein One Bars for your next snack emergency as well. They are available at Walmart, Target, your local grocery store, and Amazon. 
What better way to celebrate Hannah's journey to find love than with something delightfully bubbly? New Cape Line sparkling cocktails have all the flavor you want and nothing you don't. Discover the margarita, hard strawberry lemonade, and blackberry mojito of your dreams with just six simple ingredients and nothing artificial. Go to capeline.com and find out where to buy a six or a 12 pack of these beauties. Get them in your fridge and get ready to open up a can of having it all. Welcome to Cape Line. Celebrate responsibly 2019. Cape Line Beverages, Memphis, Tennessee. All right, Mina. Should we talk about Luke or Garrett? Or Peter? What's your preference? (sighs) Peter? Let's go with Peter. I mean, yeah. It's interesting, right? Because you mentioned how she doesn't have that much chemistry with Tyler. I think her chemistry with Peter is insane. Insane. I I think it's the opposite problem with Tyler. I think like they have like not that much to talk about and not a lot to connect on like yeah. verbally. But but Peter, it's just like so hot. She's like so into him. And yet it's so awkward at the same time. So awkward. They definitely don't have like a we could get married connection, but they definitely have a let's fuck connection. So I do like Peter. Yes, of um, course. What's not to like? He just seems like the most basic bro. He's so basic. Fellow Seahawks fan. I've, I've done oh, some wonderful. Instagram dives. And I like his Seattle. The way he dresses is like such a Seattle vibe. Is he from Seattle? Vibe. Yeah, I think so. He huh. lives in LA now, I guess, as yeah, a pilot. Yeah, Village. But uh, he is from Seattle. And oh. I imagine we'll see Seattle if, for their hometown date. But Seattle's um, a great city. Seattle is a great city. It's a great city for single gals, oh, too. Okay. Yeah, it's for Sh- my, my friends there. Yeah, I mean, if, if Peter's your type, there's a lot of Peters <laughs> Unfortunately, in my job's here in LA. <laughs> um, he definitely, if I just met him on the street, saw his outfit, talked to him for five seconds, I could identify that he was a Seattle bro. Really? Is it the way he wears his shirt open, that blue shirt? He has that also that buffalo check shirt. I don't know if he's oh, yeah. caught that. Yeah, yeah so I like that. extremely Seattle. I love a Buffalo yeah. style shirt. I like him. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you're right. Your diagnosis is correct. He's very basic. He's, which is why, by the way, okay, so like just to kind of game theory it again, if Tyler actually won, we don't think he will, unspoiled, but just based on the chemistry discussion we had earlier, I guess Peter would be the next viable bachelor, bachelor. candidate, right? Can't make Jed bachelor. Certainly cannot, cannot make bachelor. Cannot do with Jed. Obviously not Luke P., I don't think Mike's done enough. I think, I agree with you. I think it's hard to not advocate for Mike because he seems like a great guy and it'd be great to have a Black Bachelor finally. But I, I don't know if he's been on the show enough. I just don't. I, I'd rather have Matt James. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Lo- I, Matt James I'm on nine is just, uh, seems so personable. All yes. the videos of him singing and stuff. Charitable. Yeah. Charismatic. All, all of it. Yeah, but I do think Peter would probably be the, like, you know, basic I think choice. he would be a good bachelor, actually, because yeah. you could project a lot onto him. Seems like he d- might not have a type, and so he could, like, go in a lot of different directions. He has a job they can get a lot of mileage out of. Lame. Pun intended. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I also think he has the quality of many good bachelor bachelorettes, which is he would be easily manipulated by a villainous woman. And Yeah. There, there also was a moment where— our, I was just like, oh, Peter just doesn't give a fuck, and he's having fun. He says to her on the group date, so it's it's Luke, Garrett, and Peter, and Luke and Garrett are foes, mm-hmm. obviously. Peter gets the rose. What a shock. And he says to her, yeah, we haven't really talked since our one-on-one. And, like, he just, like, doesn't care. Like, he's not worried about his kind of time. <laughs> he's really not worried. No, he's, he's so chill—he's the chillest bro out there. Super stress-free, which makes watching him stress-free. I know. I, 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 I put a lot of stock every season into— whether or not they're liked by their fellow cast members. Yeah. The fact that he's so clearly well-liked makes me like him. By yeah, default, like you were talking about the moment where he comes back. But like, that and was he like jumps really into Tyler's arms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, lucky, lucky man. Yeah, no, it, it just makes me like him and assume that he's like a cool dude. Yeah, he just seems like regular and like also 
Mal and I've discussed this. The way that he clearly has no game is also really cute. I, yes. I find very endearing. I think he would be a really fun bachelor. Like, I'm loath to say it because I love Tyler so much, but I just feel like I can see Peter as bachelor more than I can see, see it with Tyler. What? Yeah, I just, I feel like he's sort of um, just down for whatever and like super loose. Yes. And I, I don't know, for some reason, I can just see it with Peter more than with Tyler. Trying to keep Tyler off the market. Yeah, I got to keep Tyler. <laughs> Tyler open to the general public. I um a Tyler. I think you're right in that Peter is much more similar to Bachelors of the Past. Yeah. Okay. And by the way, whoever is the next Bachelor, low bar recent years to <laughs> yeah. clear. Like yeah. they have been so bad. Yeah. Right. So Colton, as I mentioned, don't don't like Ari. The, Horrific. Um, was Ben before Ari? Nick was before Ari. Oh, I think Nick was a good Bachelor, but he was good. Yeah. It was a good season. There's just been a lot of Before crappy ones. Even like Sean Lowe, I love the outcome, obviously, but that you know he was boring. Bachelors tend to be boring. They do, and that and that. So Peter does right. He fits in the tradition. The you know he's he's canon. But so a Tyler season would be very different. Yeah. I mean, he'd be a lot more interesting and layered, and I think smarter, honestly, than some yeah. of the bachelors. Yeah. For some reason, I have like a hard time imagining him. Yes going through all the motions of it. I mean, this is just completely delusional because I have a crush on him. Like, but for just something right. about it, Peter just seems like he's like more of like a go with it guy. No, 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 you know what? It is like, it's, of course, we've turned this group discussion into a discussion about Tyler, but um, <laughs> no, I just, I feel like on night one, and again, I'm obviously projecting my hopes, my dreams, my <laughs> fan fiction that I've written on my iPhone app. You just think on night one, Tyler would zero in on the girl he's into instead of like playing the game. Yeah. That's how I feel, I think, if I really drill into it. And, like, I can't imagine him just going along with producers having him do dumb stuff and pretending to be— into, I can't imagine Tyler pretending to be into a lot of girls. I He's f- too good and I pure. F- I feel similarly. And, like, again, maybe that's just a projection. But I, <laughs> I do feel similarly. I've done a lot of research into him, and I've, t- I've heard he's not a player. And I just feel like— How can someone so hot not be a player? I mean, I don't know. You're just, <laughs> I don't know. It's, I mean, it's staggering information. I don't know. I feel like it's not good for young girls to see that because it'll create unrealistic expectations. Dear young women, most <laughs> men, even 50% as attractive as Tyler, are usually horrible players. Like beware. Disney prince. Beware. Yeah, seriously. Um, no, Di- I think Peter would be a good bachelor. The Disney prince thing is— is Luke. Luke is a true Gaston, but like— you, He is like, a Gaston. But like a sociopath. Nailed it. Yeah. For me, Luke, again, I mentioned Bentley. There's been so many great villains in yeah. Bachelor history. What makes Luke really hard for me to watch is I think he is the most realistic villain this show has ever had. In that a lot of the villains in the past were just sort of like nihilistic or, you know, trying to use the mm-hmm. show for exposure. I mean— your Bentleys didn't really care. Your Courtney's, your Tierras. You know, like there, there are all these examples I think of the past where you could laugh at the villains and they were infuriating, but they didn't really like trigger any emotional response in yeah. me. Luke is the first, for me, villain of the show where he embodies a lot of really horrible characteristics that I think a lot of us have encountered in our real lives. And it's sure. really, really hard for me to watch. And it's like extra infuriating because it's it doesn't feel like it's just for television. When you see a friend in a bad relationship— it's, like, hard to watch. and Totally. And even if it's not, like, explicitly abusive or explicitly, like, a, a textbook case of, of of abuse, when you see a friend in a relationship that you know is not right and that when she is able to come—or he is able to come out of it on the other side, and like, what was I doing? It's very hard to sift through because no one can, yeah. like, get them out of it except for themselves. And I think this week we learned, without question, that 
what connects Hannah and Luke is religion. And I think that if you're not religious, if you're not practicing Christian, it's, like, a little hard to relate to that. It's certainly hard for me to relate to it. Like, rationally, I get it. But I think you could just tell that there's that that's kind of, like— I forgot what the exact moment was, but I was like, oh, right, this is about their, like, shared beliefs. He tells her at the, oh, right. end, in the end about, like, his, I think it was at the cocktail party about the yeah. moment he found God yes. in the shower. Right. By looking up. <laughs> and, that, and, the, and the shower and, ceiling opened. And that worked for her. And, and like, I don't want to, honestly, I don't want to laugh at it. Like, as absurd as it sounds to me, I'm just not, like, a believer in that way. Like, I'm just yeah. not. And so, I, but I think if you are, that can be powerful. I think we can all relate, even if you're not, or, you know, to having these moments of connection with people based on shared experiences or values that can supersede everything else that's logical and important. And that yeah. doesn't have to be a religion. That can be something that's happened in your family or, like, something you really care about. And... I get that, and I get that it's so powerful, and you're right. This is the first time I think it's been really actually articulated on the show, this yeah. episode, because it's kind of been hinted at a little bit, yes. but we haven't really—and Chris Harrison's talked about it. We haven't really seen it spelled out, but he's—it's like, okay, I'm trying to think. There's so many reasons why he's frustrating. So many. Have you ever gotten in an argument with someone on the internet, and it's like— <sighs> Mina. <laughs> <laughs> We're online too much. <laughs> no, but, like, he is, like— that person who you get dragged into an internet argument and then you realize you're not obeying the same rules of yeah. logic. And it's—I see the guys on this show who are go through this every week with him, getting into these, like, dis- arguments with him, and you can't. Like, it's not—and it's not because he's out, certainly not outsmarting them or anything. It's because he's not obeying, like, fact and law and science. It, it's like arguing with someone who doesn't believe in science. Right. Is what it's like to argue yeah. MVP. And it's so hard to watch because it's just— infuriating. And also there's always like a yeah, but, or you're wrong. There's always like a response for something that's just completely ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Yes. He's the worst. And he also, I don't like to blame a lot on editing. I think, I've talked about this a lot. Like what you see is often what you're getting. There's stuff cut out. Totally. Fine. There definitely is stuff cut out with Luke P that gives him more of a villainous edit. And like, I really don't think this is often the case, but at the conversation that they're having in the cocktail party where it starts off with being like, when she's like, how have the last few days been for you? And he launches into how Jed and Garrett and Luke are mean to him. Yes. And then by the end of it, she's like holding his arm, like rubbing his arm and they're like cuddling and they're smiling and they're happy. That's like a total of like two minutes of screen time and obviously went on for a long time. And we don't get to see how they get from point A to point C with B in the middle. And there's, I'm just, I'm not defending him, but I just think in terms of like understanding what's going on there, there's definitely stuff there that we don't understand, that we're not seeing. I think they are probably a lot meaner to him than we are seeing in little ways, right? Because- in the same way that it would be unbelievably infuriating to live with someone like that, uh, it's also, you know, it'd be tough to live with people who ignore you probably yeah. and don't want to engage with you in any way, and they probably ice him out of a lot of stuff. The, it, the whole thing has gotten really toxic, I imagine. And I imagine she's sympathetic to that, again, because he is different from them. And, and religion probably factors into that a little bit, yeah. but— I think she's probably sympathetic to that difference and does feel like he's been victimized in some ways. Yeah. And I also think that he's in some way persuasive that like in a way that she responds to. I, I just don't know. can't understand. I know, he's, he makes my skin crawl. I really don't care for him like at all, but whatever. I think also just like I feel like he is watching this season and learning nothing. I don't know. I Just because he, he seems to have zero like self-awareness or accountability in literally any situation. I don't follow him on social media at all. I don't know. If it's just like, CrossFit stuff. Oh. It's just like him working out He and so stuff. would do CrossFit. So not my style. No, thank you. I just— 
he feels so sorry for himself at every turn. He, he has never once taken accountability. And then he he gaslights her, too, all the time. I know. And it's so hard. It's just like, God, I hate him. We need to talk about Connor and Garrett, and then we're going to dive into the tease for Ooh. hometowns and Ooh. fantasy suites. But first, Connor. Oh, and Mike. I forgot. Poor he Mike. Too. We lost three guys we, this week. <laughs> Mike. We can get past that pretty quickly. Mike, she seemed genuinely distraught about not connecting with. She was weeping at the dinner of their one-on-one. Thought that was sweet. Thought it was a testament to her character. She didn't want to let him down. She knew it wasn't right. I thought that was very sweet, though. Agree. I also think it. he's probably a good dude, honestly, yeah. to have that kind of reaction. And, and his exit was, he got an A1 classy totally. exit, which, you know— Go straight to paradise, yeah. Mike. And yeah, that they were just even in the beginning, it was obviously not really. She just there. wasn't into it. And yeah. that's fine. He seems like all the guys like him. He just seems totally. like he's like a good hang. Totally. But like that's Mike. I think he'll thrive in paradise. I haven't seen the paradise. I don't even know if he's there. It's been revealed. He hasn't been announced, I don't think, as a paradise person, but that's because they wouldn't tell you because yeah. they wouldn't want to spoil it. He didn't win. The late guys. But I feel like he could do really well there. Yeah. Good luck, Mike. You seem wonderful. <laughs> we really enjoyed having you on the show. And happy trails. Great smile. Connor. Connor didn't get the one-on-one, so he went to seek out Hannah <laughs> right away. And she gave him a dagger. She was like, maybe if you had done this sooner, we could have had more. And then she was just like, I, I don't see it. No tears Ouch. for Connor's exit. Ouch. He went on Deuces one of those, like, um, they're kind of like a, I don't, I don't want to call it like a suicide mission because I actually think there's this thing on The Bachelor sometimes where people do, it's like a Hail Mary. Yeah. Where they going into it, I think he didn't know if he was taking like, himself off the show. It was like Elise. Yeah, when she put on her statement yeah, dress. Right, exactly. where you were like, uh, she didn't really kick herself off the show. Like, I think she wanted— Ask me to stay. Yes. It's the it's the Pacey Witter. Ask yes, me to stay. Yes, yes. I think that's what Connor wanted to hear as well, and yeah. he didn't get it. I never—he yeah, just kind of never did it for me. I think also if you're Connor, you're like, okay, I made it to Amsterdam. Next week we're going back to America. I'm going back anyway. It's fine. Little calculus yeah, there. that's it. Uh, it's a wrap here. I got to go to all these countries, stamps with my passport. He just look like so many dudes I went to college with. Really? Oh, my God. He— Like, went into banking. I find—he's worked in finance. I find something about him very off-putting, but I can't quite put my finger on it. I don't dislike him, but I— And there's something about him that just makes me kind of, like, eye-roll. So maybe yeah. I'm with you. He—I I feel like he's probably paradise-bound as oh, well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And as discussed a lot, six foot six with no tall guy energy. Just none. Oh, yeah. He's six six. He's six six. That's NBA height. He, yeah. And what would you guess you would? I would give him like six two. I could see yeah, that sounds right. I could see see look at you're like um I'm like Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> but I'm not I'm not I'm not holding it against him. I'm just speaking to his what his, his personality energy, is like. Yeah. And I would never I would never talk about Connor as a villain with Connor in the room and insult his physical. <laughs> that's makeup. true. Yeah, that was the main thing. I could see him with like Heather. Yeah. The never that's a nice, girl. That's a nice couple. Someone like that. Or like I know how Astrid and Kevin ended up together. Yeah. I feel like someone like Astrid could be good for him too. Totally, like a little sharper. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Good luck, Connor. I also liked you. Um <laughs> and then finally, other exit this week was Garrett. Who was very overconfident. Really overconfident. It's a death knell. It's like on it's like on Top Chef when do you watch Top Chef? Yes, of course. When they're yeah. like I've, I've got this in the bag. This is my challenge. I've made this so many times and it's always delicious. <laughs> I'm a, I, I cook Chinese food and this is the Asian food challenge and I'm going to nail it and no, you're not going to nail it. I wish we didn't know about, I wish we hadn't seen footage already of Hannah and Garrett in Greece or wherever. I mean, sorry, Hannah and Luke P because you knew, because can we talk about that? This is, there's no suspense. You knew why Garrett did was going they, home. Why do you think that, okay, so for those who've forgotten, it, during At many the, points in this season. the episode that shall not be named, there, the, it, there was a, a trailer, like a mid-season trailer, which they always do. But what they don't usually do is show you an elimination. 
Right. And they, they, they showed us, this is not a spoiler, Hannah getting, you know, Jesus, I had sex and Jesus yeah. still loves me, the now iconic line. Uh, and it, it becomes apparent she's saying that to Luke P and very is very angry with him. And we see him getting in a car. Why do you think the show chose, like the producers of the show are not stupid. Why would they show us that so early? I think because the point we'd seen that she already sent him home and he rejected it. At one, at right, already. So we know. So their feeling was like, like who we, knows? Yeah, who knows what happens? Maybe oil still won't. <laughs> that's, that's my best guess. <laughs> it won't take. And also whatever comes next must be such fireworks that they are like confident. That it was like, they were, it gave away so much of the fence jump. Yes. But then it Ooh. still was such a huge moment anyway that it's probably similar. It's sort of like the, I'm banking on myself kind of thing. I'm betting on, my, on myself. Like the show is really good. Like we can show you this. I but, guess. It's such a great moment and I feel I a little know. robbed. I know. And, and also, it just totally, it made all the Garrett stuff, like, not even worth discussing. Right. Because you knew the whole time that he was getting sent home because we know we have so much more to come with Luke. And then we got another, like, explosive teaser at the end of this episode in which Hannah says, I fucked in a windmill. Guess what? I did it twice. I thought when I first heard it that she said, I fucked a windmill. <laughs> Guess what? Like a like, Sa- Sancho Panza? <laughs> Some sort of expression that I don't know, or, or maybe like it was act. like a metaphor. <laughs> yeah, like the windmill, yeah. the Eiffel Tower. No. Yeah, exactly. The Devil's windmill or something. That sounds like a thing that could exist in the world. Here at the Ringer, <laughs> my colleague Roger Sherman did some research, and so me and Kaya, the producer, and Roger, who's been on before, got into a long dialogue about the windmill because it was okay. quite a moment. So. We were all positing that it had to have happened in Amsterdam mm. because it just seems like a windmill country. And then I was like, well, maybe Latvia also seems like it could be a windmill country. I don't know a lot about Latvia anyway. And so at first I was like, it must have been something we didn't see. But then I was thinking about it. Like, if you think about Caitlin's season, and really any season of the show, when there is pre-fantasy sweet sex, you know about it. It is— 100%. You know about it. So yeah. I was like, no, they couldn't, they couldn't have hit it. And then Roger, my colleague, my dear colleague, started Googling— if there are windmills in Greece. And yes, there are. Hmm. And there is a hotel that you can rent out that is called the Windmill Villa. Let and me it, see. It look, I'm showing it to me right now. Oh, it right looks now. nice, actually. It looks really nice. And it looks like exactly the kind of place they'd have an overnight date. Wow. So one of her overnights has to happen. It's in Mykonos. In Mykonos. Oh, wow. Beautiful. And then I was watching the teaser really closely. And I was like, okay, who is this? We know it's not Luke, obviously, because she's taunting him. Right. Which, by the way, is another annoying thing about yeah. the spoilers. We know he makes it to Fantasy Suite. So next week, the intrigue is removed as well for those of us who are unspoiled. I know. I know. Stinks. I don't get it. I guess they just they just don't care. They're just like, our show's good, so deal with it. But so then I was like, who is, like, who got that Fantasy Suite? Like, can I figure it out? And I can't completely figure it out. But there is a, a few clear shots of Jed in his Fantasy Suite. Oh, with the guitar. And it, yeah, he's wearing his guitar, shirt is off. off to, oh. Might be naked, who knows. And it's just a very wooden home. It's not this like terracotta, mm. like wood, yeah. windmill villa that Hannah, we think, goes to based on what Roger found. So it's not Luke, it's not Jed. It's got to be Peter or Tyler that she has sex twice with in, in the windmill. I cannot believe Luke makes it past either Peter or Tyler. To the fantasy suites. That's so crazy. But I, does he even get a fantasy suite? I don't think crazy he, to cr- that week. I bet he doesn't get a fantasy suite. By the suite, way, though. crazy for her because th- if that means she's either eliminating Peter, who she has insane sexual chemistry with, or Tyler, who is, you know, sex on legs, like, <laughs> what are you doing, girl, for Luke P? If you're Hannah, so angry. 
You like Monday morning quarterbacking <laughs> Hannah at every turn now. I I love Tyler. I, they've made that very clear. If I'm Hannah, though, I am not eliminating Peter before I can have sex yes, with him. Yes, no way, based on no, what we've seen. Yeah, absolutely not. After that sauna, there's absolutely no way. She is a hot for Peter. She's the hottest for Peter of the four, in my opinion. I kind of thought, honestly, that they had sex in the sauna. How could they not? I thought they might have as well. Fluids had to have been exchanged. Very, very close to it. Is this too gra- I'm sorry. No, it's, it's fine. Idea. You listen to me, Mallory. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but like... They were so close to it. Yes. Like they were barely dressed. They were dry humping in their bathing suits. I don't know. It reminded me of that scene in Fast Times when they're like changing oh, yeah. in the room, you know, yeah, and yeah, end yeah. up having sex, yeah. How could they not have? I mean, maybe because there were cameras there and it's like porn? I don't know. Well, there were cameras there for some of the time and then they might have been like, get out. I don't know. At least, at least in the fan suites, you know you're going to be left alone. Yes, so there's, right. So there's that. Right, you but get the guaranteed, You're gar- guaranteed some alone time. And like, Many people don't sleep. I mean, Becca has since revealed that she and Garrett broke the bed. Right. Which she, is funny. Hannah does not seem to care about the presence of cameras when no. she's like, you know, straddling. God, can you what? Can you imagine eliminating Tyler before the fantasy suites? I truly can't. I, I cannot. But if I'm Hannah, I, I cannot let Peter walk away. I cannot get engaged without having sex with Peter first. Cannot. Now I, God. See, this is why. Why did they have to show us the Luke? I don't know. I don't know. She does actually have really good physical chemistry with Luke that will obviously go unrequited. But like she, she's definitely really into him. She's super into his bod. Yeah, she hasn't that. from the beginning when she gave him the massage and everything. But she's into Tyler's bod too, like any living, breathing I think, organism. I think so. I know we all are. We're human, so we're into Tyler's bod. But I think of the four of them, she's the least into Tyler's bod. That's so crazy, which is insane. That's so bizarre to me. I know, I know. But I that's just that's the evidence I'm be, I'm given. And again, like I'm, so, I'm so in the tank for Tyler. Perhaps I'm projecting, and I'm just like, no. But I just don't see it. I don't. It's like having a college football playoff and eliminating Bama. Like I just don't under. <laughs> I just don't understand. It makes me angry. It makes me angry that we are going to be deprived of a Tyler fantasy suite as well. God, I, I can't I'm gonna turn on her. I'm gonna turn on her hard. I mean, I'm I, ready. My body is ready. Declining to, to have sex with Tyler when it's an option, a consensual option, is very strange to me. But again, if I'm her, I can't imagine declining the option with Peter. There are people who don't believe in climate change, like so, which is honestly the only an- analogy I can think of for declining to have sex with Tyler. Yeah. It's not believing in climate change. I know. <laughs> That's it. There's climate change and there's Tyler's chemistry. Like, I, I don't, his magnetism, his raw animal appeal. Which family are you most excited to meet? Ooh, good question. Um, not Jed. I mean, Luke P's from an anthropological perspective, I'm interested to see the family that created Luke P. That's how I feel. I feel like Peter's family is going to be really cool. I don't know if you remember that story about his mom, the pilot, mm-hmm. meeting his, or his dad, pardon mm-hmm. me, the pilot, meeting the mom, and like the mom seeing the dad's butt. Yeah. It was just cute. Cute I don't story. Know. Yeah. It seemed like normal people, kind of. Super normal. And Tyler's family kind of sounds normal, too, which is just like fantastic. All right. We're going to, yeah. So they showed them looking at the house from the water yes. that they used to live in. Fantastic and stuff. It's going to be an emotional moment. Yes. Let's get that. I'm a little unclear on where Tyler was living, like one, like this time last year, like how long he's been in New York mm. for. Oh, he, so he fully lives in New York now. I think so. It's hard to tell from his Instagram where where he is and everything. Like all the best grammars. <laughs> yeah, because it's true. Because he has he's wearing like a pea coat and standing somewhere in the street, like in the village, where he's like, "Thanks for showing me the ropes," like from the fall or whatever. 
but I can't tell where he was before that. How old that. is this Instagram? Not that old. So I, didn't go, I didn't go that deep. Although he doesn't have that many pictures, so I may have looked at all it's of like them. Peacock, I, I would have noticed. I'm an Instagram. Oh my god, I'll bring it up for you after this pod. I'm just a major Instagram stalker. Like it's it's like people I like, I dislike, I'm attracted to, I'm yeah. repel- repelled by. His gram, by the way, has gotten a lot better. It used to be like these kind of corny modeling shots, which is why at the beginning of the season I really overlooked him because I was like, ah, eh, this Model. modeling bro. But also, since I was then, like, eh, Florida. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's weird because he was obviously very hot. But since then, I think he's kind of shown more of himself in his life. Absolutely. I think the ringer fell for Tyler in episode three, I think, which is when he talked about like running out of the tunnel. Oh, and, yeah. And yeah. That but, was amazing. And it's, we just, we, I, the teaser made me genuinely excited for the rest of the season. There's so much to look forward to. I am very excited. I'm ready to be angry at Hannah me or too. just, I guess, the decisions that are made. I am am hoping that there is some reveal involving Luke P beyond what we've seen because that's that would be lame. I'm genuinely excited for her to have sex. I just feel like she's really wanted to. So I'm like genuinely excited for it to happen. She is charged. Oh, oh, yeah. I actually think in some ways that's like one of the best things about her, like making it like more normal for like this woman to be sexually charged as the bachelorette. Totally. This is honestly— It's the most sexual season we've had in a while. I was just about to say that. I actually think this is a hornier season than Caitlyn's season. Oh, yeah. Because Caitlyn only had two dudes that she was into. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Um, If you enjoyed hearing from Mina, please subscribe to the Mina Kimes show featuring Lenny. It's a football podcast. Who knows? Maybe Tyler could be on it one day. Oh, my God. Or Matt James 919, fellow footballer. I'll take either. Okay. And we have Big Little Live, our Big Little Lies after show, which goes immediately following Big Little Lies on Sundays on Twitter at Ringer. Check her out there as well. And thank you to all of today's sponsors, Cape Line, Kendra Scott, and of course, the Protein One Bar. When hunger strikes, just remember the set of numbers, 90, 10, 1. 90 calories, 10 grams of protein, 1 gram of sugar. These are the numbers of Protein One, a bar that fills you up without loading you up. Available in four tasty flavors that will help kick your cravings. Try Protein One for your next snack emergency. Available at all major retailers, Walmart, Target, your local grocery store, and Amazon.